Professor Harold J. Krent of the Chicago-Kent College of Law has taught for decades. He wrote the book Presidential Powers in 2005, and he tells me courts have generally protected presidents, both sitting and former, from tort claims. In other words, any kind of money damages flowing from, um, uh, including indeed the events of January 6th, But no court has ever ruled on whether a president can be charged criminally for presidential conduct because no court has ever had to. At least a couple will have to now. The issue in the both in the D.C. Circuit and in the Georgia case will be, can the president be criminally responsible for decisions he made while in office, even if he can't be civilly responsible for damages? I listened to last Tuesday's hearing in the D.C. District and then ran what I heard by the professor to make sure I hadn't misunderstood Trump's argument. Unless he was impeached by and convicted by the United States Senate, he could not be charged in a criminal court. That, that, that is exactly the argument he made, and that's why he's going to lose. It's simply way too broad, and uh, the court will never accept that kind of absolute immunity from the the, the uh, criminal processes. Krentz says another argument was at least debatable. The argument that, that the, the Trump side has made that's more, if not compelling, at least more palatable is the fact that, you know, how do you know what the president was doing on January 6th? Is that a personal action in terms of trying to get reelection or is that a presidential action, even if misinformed um, or misdirected? If convicted, Trump could still serve as president, the professor tells me. He might be able to pardon himself on federal charges, another open question, but certainly not on state charges. Could not, even if the president could pardon himself for violation of federal law, he could not pardon himself for violation of Georgia law, and he faces serious charges in from the Georgia election um, interference case. We'll likely get a ruling from the D.C. District fairly soon and then expect an appeal to the Supreme Court. The broader argument is to what extent a president can be subject to criminal sanctions after he or she leaves office. And that's a very profound constitutional question, which, as you indicated, was unprecedented. So I think that the court will tackle that you know, very carefully and with the seriousness with which it merits. I've researched potential timelines for a possible trial on the January 6th insurrection case in D.C. They vary widely. One source says the trial could begin as early as May or as late as August. In any case, it's expected to last for two to three months, assuming it happens at all. Russell Mills, 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk.